Ah, uh, yeah, it's Thursday afternoon. Time for the happy hour on East FM 88.1-107.1. I'm your host, Jim, and keeping me company today. Very, very special guest, uh, Ryan McGilloway, a.k.a. McGilla the Gorilla. How does that sound? Well, it sounds a little bit like it sounded when I was at kindergarten. Uh, Did it? <coughs> Did people call you McGilla McGilla? We've got McGilla Gorilla, and that's where the, the abbreviation of... Uh, that, absolutely. Just came away from there. So, no, it sounds pretty good. I... Um, Looking forward to sto- uh, talking some sport. Yep, and just seeing uh, what we can glean out of the uh, the week that was. The week there was, and there was quite a bit of uh, sport on the week. Well, there wasn't quite a bit. There was some. There was, there, <coughs> there was quite there a was bit more considering than zero, wasn't there? <clears throat> yeah. We got Super Rugby, uh, second round of that. I went to the first game at Eden Park last week. We talked a little bit. No, we didn't talk a little bit about it because we didn't actually have a show last week because my co-host didn't, uh, didn't manage to make their way through Auckland traffic oh, on time. Just too hard. But you made it, and that's all that matters, Giller. Here I am. We're all here ready to go. Um, okay, so your Chiefs not going so well. We're not starting there, are we? We're going to go straight <laughs> into it. Well, Ian Foster's the All Blacks coach, so I'm pretty happy about that. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, but no, no, I'll go back to I'll go back to the Chiefs. Went to the game, yep. um, the one against the uh, the Blues. Did you get an STD? No, no, no. We were okay. we were wearing these big big ponchos, uh, okay. so we were we were safe, from, were safe. From, from all those things, <laughs> despite where we were sitting. The, Just uh, washed off, yeah. Afterwards, and uh, no, no. We, um, we we watched. Took took my two boys to the game. My youngest uh, never been to any of those games, so we watched that. Yeah, uh, never looked like it. Never looked like as much as I. Um, uh, enjoy supporting the Chiefs and, and blowing their, their their whistle. The uh, and they never looked like when we no. at the game. It never looked like they're only going to penetrate anywhere. Uh, no, so it was it was disappointing. I think they didn't get forward parity. I think that was part of the issue. I think the Blues forwards sort of kept them in check. They threw the ball around in the back uh, back line a little bit at the start, and you know trying to run around it. But when you got guys you know in the back line like um, you know Rico Ioane and and um, all these sort of guys, TJ Fayani and all that, you're going to have trouble running around them, aren't you? Bowden Barrett perhaps as well. Bowden Barrett at the back. Although he kicked very well. He kicked and didn't really t- run the ball very, very He hasn't much. done a lot. But you can see he's a man who's just easing himself back into it, isn't it? Yeah, well, I hate to, I'd hate to just paraphrase an article in the paper I read today. You can. Oh, great, because I'm going to. Yeah. Uh, 39th minute, he threw the first pass. Is that right? Yeah. So his he, first pass, his or first, the first pass of the game. No, no, he... Okay. It was up to jumper stuff for I'm the first 39. Fr- pretty sure. I saw yeah. more passes about that. So Bowden's first pass in the 39th minute. Yeah. Uh, kicked a lot, took the pressure, basically absorbed. Um, and it looked like that. He was very calm and casual out there, and I was wondering when he was going to cut loose. But yep. same with McKenzie. I was hoping for the same. But To be fair, it was wet, though, so you're not going to see the you know them, them hitting the line as, as much as uh, you know you would if it was a dry day. Yeah, it was. It was sort of uh, – it, it, it came and went, but uh, it was just that sort of misty stuff at times as well. Mm. The, the pitch looked great. The great thing about the um, – uh, FMG Stadium down in the Waikato, yep. of course. Lousy crowd though, wasn't it? Oh, was it? I'm not sure. This not, one, not lousy, but I'm I'm just talking compared with Eden Park. Uh, you mean numbers? Uh, yeah, numbers. Yeah, there was yeah. a few empty seats I saw. There was. Uh, this is for the Blues Crusaders game or the Blues Hurricanes game? No, for the Chiefs game. That wasn't a full house. Surely. No, it wasn't. But you're talking comparing to the Blues, is that oh, right? Oh, sure. Go for it. Yeah. yeah. Comparing for comparing it with Eden Park the week before. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. You know that was a, a much better turnout. Yeah. Yeah. You were happy with the team. What was the um, theme in the ground? You know, was were people genuinely happy to see rugby back? Or were they sitting there going, "Oh, this is just something to do on a Saturday"? Or? No, no, the, there was there was enthusiasm for sure. There was some uh, feeling. Yeah, there was. I mean, there. Um, Did you have a pre-match loosener? Myself. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. We went to a nice Thai restaurant. Funnily enough, just oh, up the road. Very nice. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, we did. We had some wine, some wine, <laughs> some wine and some beers. I was driving there and driving back, so no, we did. But I so six, six to eight. And, I loaded yeah. it. I loaded it at the start of the evening and just chilled, coasted for the rest of the evening. Nice. So, so uh, it was pretty good fun. Uh, enjoyed the walk in. Uh, yep. It was good to go to a live game again. Yeah. Um, the last one I went to. In fact, the last Super Rugby match I've been to was a long, long time ago. So I think it was the Blues Crusaders about two years ago. Yeah, well, uh, the patronage of the Blues had certainly declined in the past, well, ten years. Hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Let's be fair. Oh. Well, we've got a, we've got a bunch of new new uh, new fans. We've got people wearing brand new jerseys. Yes. Um, it used to be sort of just be me, a few guys who used to play for Auckland, and the families of the players that were there, sort of huddled into the. You uh, were there too. Into the ASB. Well, I include myself as a lifelong Blues fan and so you, an Auckland rugby fan. So you did go and see them when they were in the, the stadium. I did. Well, uh, I see where you're going and you're being facetious. No, here no, no, around, no, I'm just, but I'm just saying, popping it up there. Okay, I, I would have gone maybe twice a season. So, All right. So how many home games did we have? No idea. A few. Yes. So I probably went to about a quarter of those. So that makes me a true fan. Yeah. In, in Auckland, that qualifies you as a true fan. Well, considering that I'd like the Chiefs a lot yep. and I consider myself a fan, that's the first Chiefs home Oh, no, actually, first Chiefs home game I've been to for about 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, so but you have been geographically challenged, though, haven't you? I have been at times. Yeah, um, and also you just didn't want to go to Hamilton was the other problem. But actually, Hamilton's uh, it's a lot easier than parking at <laughs> Eden Park and st- walking from suburb to suburb. And it's yeah. from where I am out in the in the Franklin district. Yeah, um, it's fifty fifty, but it's a lot easier. The, the fifty is a lot easier south than it is north. Do you ever get down to watch the Steelers? Uh, out that way, we uh, we do. Yeah. Uh, we haven't for we uh, we watched them last year. But the, what was even better out there was the game of three halves at the All Blacks. Of course, did. yeah, that, that was fantastic. I think I was yeah, I was overseas. I didn't see it actually, right. but um, you just got all the All Blacks there. They play so counties played. I think it was Northland at the time we were. They did it twice, and for whatever reason they yeah. they ceased to do it. But the um, was Tom Robinson playing? No, there was no it Tom wasn't. Robinson back. There was, it was this was this is the All Blacks we're talking about against. Yeah, but they played Northland, didn't they? They did. Didn't oh, Tom po- Robinson been playing. Po- Possibly, I maybe don't, a younger man with shorter, uh, yeah. Richie Cunningham style hair. Possibly, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't recall seeing. Um, I don't recall. Well, you seeing probably that. weren't looking out for him to be. Perfect, no, it was your, and the kids were play, we were on the other side of that stadium where it's a big mudslide in the middle of winter. Yep, and that's all the kids did. So that the at Steelers Stadium, correct? They just, yeah, navigation. They were seeing the kids they sliding down the hill and stuff. Right? Yeah. Did you ever go yourself? Yeah, I tried to. Yeah, I, I, yeah, to uplift and to try and control at least one of the ch- kids. Yeah, I ended up sliding as well. Yeah, fair play. Yeah. Was it more interesting the game than the game? Uh, at that stage, it was the Northland sort of counties bit, and I oh, okay. watched the All Blacks and I was playing with the kids. Yep. Okay. So yeah, sorry. So Northlands v County, the lesser of uh, the, or, or the All Blacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure, yeah sure. I thought the All Blacks sort of was the main attraction. So what went wrong for the Chiefs? Because I've written in my notes here, Chiefs suck. Uh, hmm. The perspective I got, I found that I walked away a little bit. It's it's a long time since I watched a live match from the cheaper seats. Yep. So I went down the front, uh, and you, you don't get the same perspective when you're sitting up the back or up high with the with the sweaty prolarity. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And, and the rain. Uh, yeah. So we weren't covered, and uh, that's and right. It pissed down, didn't it? F- it's pissed down prior to the game, okay. and then it, and it eased up, and it came a couple of times. Uh, to be fair, it wasn't that bad, but just where we were sitting, it just 
didn't give the same perspective as sitting up high. So when mm. you ask what didn't we do, and what, I just, it just, we just didn't look like we were going to win, is what it looked like to me. But as I said at the start, they were running the ball through the backs, sort of trying, um, seeing what they could do as a bit of a litmus test in those conditions to an extent. And they realised they probably weren't going to run around the Blues outside backs with as much ease. So they brought it in close and, and Cruden got a bit more involved and started, him and Leonard Brown started playing their own sort of game. But then I think they realised that it probably wasn't the night to throw it around too much. Uh, yeah. Once a couple of fat props drop it and stuff, you know, you, you sort of rein it in then, don't you? Yeah, once you, I mean, the, the, the conditions were obviously what they were. As I mentioned before, the pitch looked great. Um, yeah, it always does down there, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they know they know their grass. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> why doesn't Northland go so well? Because, uh, yeah, they know drought. I don't, I'm sure. not sure uh, if, that's, um, if that's a fair or fair connection to make. Uh, but, um, yeah, the the... the the the, the one dimensionalness that the, it just when, when the Blues got the ball they looked like they had you know the, the ability to cut through yeah and that just didn't despite the players and the chief team didn't didn't appear to be happening yeah um, and I see this pretty boy flanker um, Jacobson's out injured it's for the it's a thing isn't it I heard he's had like shoulders of concrete I didn't realize yeah. he had pretty boy as well but yeah he um, sorry I just threw that in sorry okay yeah. the, well, he's not unattractive is he. Probably not. To be fair, no. Well, he saved his hair off if people oh, like a little, okay. like it used to be. But um, yeah. I don't like him as much now. No, no. All right. But Blues have got similar problems with Blake Gibson and well, obviously Tom Robson we alluded to. But Blake Gibson's perennially injured, and uh, this fellow Jacobson seems to be going the same way. Unfortunately, Jacobson is who again? Exactly. He doesn't play off on which enough. one are you talking about? He's uh, he's. <laughs> He's a he can play both sides, but they had him. Um, What's his first before, name? Luke. Luke Jacobson. Before, he was yes. in the All Blacks. Yes, Luke yeah. Jacobson. Yeah. I was talking. Sorry, you were, I was talking thinking Blues here, but yes, of course. No. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yes. Yes. Pretty boy. Him with the concrete shoulders. With the concrete shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> and then he got concussed. Yeah, unfortunate. Mm. His first run of first run of injuries, apparently. Um, well, poor old Blake Gibson's the same. That guy gets injured like. He'll play about 90 minutes a season, generally. Yes. They're a good 90 minutes. That's <laughs> a tough one. But that's about it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, I suppose he rests the body. Right? It does. He's always fresh for the next year. Shouldn't like, they have shoved, as I said, shouldn't they have uh, adopted kind of a Warren Ball um, uh, situation with, with the conditions not unlike those you might find in Cardiff? That was one thing I was I was waiting for. Or uh, Pontypridd. Yeah, in, in, in between sort of trying to keep the, the young fella dry who didn't want to wear his poncho or anything else. And, no, yeah. but, but I thought at some stage Warren Gatlin's going to have to pull something out because he is... The, Prior to the the lockdown, you may recall the Chiefs had some. I think we I think we actually got one over you guys. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, that was the first game of the season, But a lot. I'd, like, I'd like to focus then. on that one. <laughs> uh, but the, the Blues sec- actually lost that game. The se- they were ahead, and then they just. But the it. second hand, and I think we did the second half in the next game as well. I, carry, I think it was against another Hurricanes beat us. The Crusaders, I believe, we beat the Crusaders as well. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah. Um, but well, they were looking good before uh, the lockdown. The Chiefs, I mean. that, that second hand, that second hand wind ne- again never came. I sort of expected that to happen, and that whether it's Warren Ball, which um, I mean, I remember reading he was saying he played the he played the game with a cattle he had. Yeah. Um, now he's got some you know some some flies, some zippy dudes, and all mm. sorts. So I'm not sure how much Warren Ball will. He's will, got some prime Angus now. Isn't he has. He's got some beef up front, although they're all, they're all getting injured again. Mm. That's a bit of a shame. Um, front row's falling to pieces. Mm. Is that too Moly still up and running now, is he? Uh, is he out injured as well? I think he came off that game. Yeah. 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 I watched him warming up, and, yeah, he was right in front of me with the elastic bands, big, not, not, not yeah, rubber bands, but strong, industrial, and he's doing stretches in every which way you can imagine. And, my God, um, <laughs> that was not even getting on the game. Yeah. The energy expired by these guys is incredible. 
big, big contest for you guys there this weekend. Defending champion Crusaders. Yeah, that's a game I always this, look this forward a game, to. This, well, this is the first uh, game of the season that I'll be going for the Chiefs. Oh, yeah? So, well, yeah. well great. You, you, you should enjoy this weekend. Um, yeah. It'll be, a, it'll be either Crusaders, what can I say? They play like... If, if, it feels like just so I, complete, huh? and I dislike them immensely. Mm. It feels like I'm watching the All Blacks, like a Shadow All Blacks team play. Yep. They just they just swarm in, very rarely make a mistake. The, the forwards do their forwards, but the backs do their backs. But they cut you to pieces after a while, and you nothing. And then if you if you go, do go tight, which is what we saw on the weekend, um, they just need one mistake. Mm. Uh, I think it was a young fellow who made the mistake, and that was the end of it. Turnover, and then one severed resource, someone will yep. just. Dart off and bang then. pressure, and then following that uh, pressure, they can't catch up. They play a bit of bit of crazy football, and all of a sudden, the guy looks a bit like Don Johnson, a young Don Johnson. What's his name? Down there in the Crusaders uh, country, George Bridge. George Bridge, yeah, he was. He, he made was, a few gallops, didn't he? He was looking quite sharp. Did We've make got a lot of wings in the All Blacks ranks now. There seems to be a lot of depth that uh, one would never have thought about. You know, post World Cup, there seems yeah. to be depth galore. I mean, even the the centre for the Chiefs, and I can't recall his name right now, but he's a, a fellow out of Tokoroa. Mm. And uh, he's been playing fantastic rugby for Waikato and doesn't look out of place at all in his first season or first full sort of season there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how they go against the likes of a, a good Hugh or, uh, or, or or that sort of thing down there. I can't remember the what was the centre's name again. Um, I think it's a uh, was it Antonina Brown or no 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 talk about the Crusaders. Oh, um, which one? Ennis Braden Ennis was he's the first. Oh, Ennis. Ennis. Yeah, yeah. St. boy. Is he really? Yeah. Mm. He got he got pinched early on though from Auckland. Auckland had no chance. Auckland, oh, of course, I'm talking about. Oh, okay, this is when Auckland sucked, um, yeah. which wasn't that far. You know, wasn't that uh, it long was, ago? Was it? I know oh, this year's been all right, but yeah, it was last year. <laughs> well, they lost the first couple of games, and I was at my wits' end, yeah. and um, I had a little beef. Um, if you listen to the station uh, regularly, you'll know that I had a beef with uh, Bowden Barrett. Well, not so much with Bowden Barrett, but about the whole uh, sabbatical kind of thing, which I saw as a bit of a farce. I felt he should have been um, at least going to training. You know, um, <laughs> what's he doing? Stay, you know, either either be a professional rugby player or go on holiday. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But don't come to training, fiddle with your phone, and then, you know, for, just for the cameras to click with your new t- with your new teeth that your uh, influencer wife's got you got you flashing at your image. Yeah. Tries tries his new jersey on. Well, yeah. did you still feel that way when he came back and set PBs? For that Rodeo uh, test, you know that you know that Rodeo. Did you hear well, about that? Again, yeah, I did. And again, yeah. again, I'd never had any beef with them specifically. It was right. more the situation of allowing it right. to happen. But we had a little um, tete-a-tete on um, on uh, or Twitter, I think, which ended up on me leaving my Twitter account. Tete-a-tete with who? Uh, with Bonin. Oh, with Bonin. Yeah, because I got we got I got slammed by his uh, big fans. I basically just said, "Why aren't you playing? What's the story?" <laughs> <laughs> um, and he just he didn't think it was uh, cool, and then a few people um, got on my back actually. Really? A few people in the uh, sports media, which I won't name. Well, I will name if I maybe if I get pissed off. Tony Veach. No, it wasn't Veach. No, he oh. was good. No, he's was, in Bali, isn't he? Uh, he's he doesn't come running in. some sort of a health retreat, isn't <laughs> he? Life, lifestyle retreat. <laughs> um, no, I think it was um, uh, a woman whose name ra- rhymes with um, Moina. Oh yes, yeah. Who has something to do with the um, country sport? Yep. Uh, Breakfast, yeah, she didn't take too kindly my comments either. Mm. So, oh, well, if you're listening, um, Moina, I'm very sorry. How does that sound? She feels better. Did you watch the Warriors? Man, I haven't watched the Warriors for, yeah, they're a team. Well, you're not much of a sports pundit, are you? Well, if you haven't watched the Warriors, I I, I know, I I follow and read about them, but man, yeah, the. 
pain that people put themselves through. I just can't do it. I supported the Chiefs for like ages. Remember when the Chiefs were horrible? And I've given the... Well, I've, that's come full circle. It's, yeah, I've given the Warriors quite a few cracks over the years. Um, I think even the first game, were you at Simon Kelly's that place that time? Uh, In 95. 95. I was. And yeah. we were drinking DB Bitter and we were underage. And, Correct. We were doing all those yeah. things. That was fantastic. Having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, I mean, I've I've followed. I mean, I, I, obviously, I follow, but watching it, yeah, I I struggle because I just because they they're no good. That's it, basically what you want to say, it, isn't it? Yeah, they just and no, it depresses you. Yeah, I just don't. Uh, I've got energy to give, um, but not to that. No, but saying that, I do feel for Kearney because I, I like Kearney a lot. Obviously, yep. from through the Kiwi, I do watch the Kiwis. Uh, obviously, I watched him back in the day as well when he did play. Um, he had a you know obviously a massive career through. But three teams to certainly. He was a no. Where was he? At? Storm. Storm. Yeah. Warriors, and I think there's another one in his early days. Perhaps probably even four. I perhaps. think it was uh, Bears or something. Oh, Penrith. I'd have to double check that. Yeah. Yeah. Good. That. <laughs> so, so we, we got there in the end. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, I do think that the sacking midterm, mid whatever of from mm. the loss. I mean, the it wasn't really midterm though. They just gave him two more games. That is Oh yeah. Oh, three more. They, he won one. <laughs> yes. He won one eighteen nil. Yeah. They got three. They won two, lost two, didn't they? Uh, but I'm talking about since oh. the the restart oh, yes. in the in the new normal, the, the brave new world. Yes. Um, so he got two chances, then got asked. Yeah. Bit harsh. The fellow who runs the club now or owns the club, the guy from Nortex, is obviously a, a cutthroat businessman. Crute, I think his name is. Mm. Yes, yeah. Cutthroat businessman. Um, and he is not, is not taking any shit wow. basically, and he's making you know these. Decisions at the board level, and everyone's saying, "All right, well, something's got to change." So when that happens, you know, I didn't see any evidence of player power. If anything, the players seemed no. a bit pissed off about it. There was zero player power on that. But action. he, it just came down to a business decision. He said, "This guy's not performing; he's out." You know, which he's probably done to hundreds of people that have worked for him over the years and yeah. in various industries he's been involved in. Yeah. You don't get to that that point no. without being a little bit ruthless. No, well, I mean, the the, the the win percentage that Kearney had is just over forty percent, I think. Yeah. Um, over what three three seasons it had, which isn't bad going for the Warriors. No, it's not. It's, it's right in line with pretty much everyone. <laughs> 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 I think the best was uh, Julian, Cle- not Julian Cleary, <laughs> <laughs> Julian Cleary, <laughs> not Julian Cleary. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's his called? Cleary. Ivan, Ivan Cleary. Ivan Cleary. <laughs> he had forty nine percent. Yeah. Uh, so that was that's almost fifty. Yeah. And I think someone else came close and Endicott and all the all the names that have come through, which leads up uh, John yeah, Money. Money was in it. Yes, correct. Yeah. He he was in there around a the similar percentage. Um, yeah. you know, uh, it's a Mark Graham yeah. legend. Uh, unfortunately, he was one of the lower percentages. Um, but so, yeah, it's, so from the, the owner's point of view, what do you do? You, I mean, you've invested money. You know the club's got potential. I mean, I'd I mean I'd love to go to. I'd, I'd actually be keen to take my kids to a game. I know a game, a good game of league is is fantastic. Yeah. Um. So, uh, but but he knows that if he can't get them along, if he can't win, if he can't do it consistently, then the the the, the bench sit or the, sorry the fence sit is like me. Take my kids to the Chiefs. Yeah. I watched some local league uh, for the first time in a long time on Saturday. Being a journalist at the local rag, I got uh, invited down to the Howard Cornets. We're playing for the Stormont Shield. Now, Howard Cornets, the local league side here, they won the Fox Memorial uh, Trophy last year uh, as a curtain raiser to the Warriors' last game at Mount Smart. They won it at the death uh, through a ropey pass, but we got there in the end, beating uh, perennial finalists, uh, Mount Albert Lions. Um now, the Hornets hosted the Lions at home for the Stormont Shield on Saturday and unfortunately went down. 
<laughs> not badly. Slightly. Not badly, but they, they were outplayed. They right. were outplayed. 28-18, I think, you know, save for a couple of kicks, it probably could have been a bit, bit, bit more. But Lion, um, the Lions men were just, they were PO'd. They were pissed off from, you know, losing yep. the final last year and they wanted a bit of revenge. And, and it was their first crack at them back. First crack at them back. The Howick, um, I'm sure they won't mind me saying this. If if they do, they'll they'll hunt me down on Picton Street tomorrow. But um, <laughs> they, their forwards looked tired to me. They looked like a team that hadn't played for a long time. Right. Um, just the conditioning wasn't quite there. Some of the guys carrying a few too many pounds. Uh, um, yeah, just not quite getting around the paddock, you know. <laughs> there you hear it, guys. Yep, yeah. <laughs> You've been They're going to look for me tomorrow. Yeah, you've yeah. been observed and this was noticed. Well, I just think that, well, they've had a they've had a week. They're probably, what will be Thursday, so it's probably practice night. They're probably down at training now. Yeah, so I'm not um, listening to this. I'll go and show my face and, and um, you know, see what sort of uh, response I get. Yeah. Because we're actually looking at the local paper, which I write for right now, the Times, and just blowing my own horn, I'm looking on the, well, not on the back page, but somewhere near there, and I've called it Hornets Mauled by Lions and Storm on Shield. <laughs> that wasn't predictable, was it? <laughs> How? No. <laughs> when you sit there and you think, oh, what sort of pun can I yeah, do? Is, exactly. that what it, is that what it is? <laughs> but it's a bit of a misnomer because 28-18 isn't really a mauling, is it? Yeah, it's, it's a loss. As you indicated, it could have yeah. gone, could have been, could have been a close 28-18, could have yep. been a last-minute runaway. Yeah. Um, and was it what sort of crowd did he have turned out for that sort Excellent of crowd. Yeah. But vocal. Excellent. But vocal. But and vocal. vocal. Uh, certainly vocal towards the referee and um, ah. his assistants. Oh, that's pretty hard. Mm. That shouldn't be there. Mm. Shouldn't be, but it happens. Yeah. And I wasn't going to argue him because I was a little bit outnumbered by uh, by but, Lions supporters. Yeah. So, hey, just say. calm down, boys. Yeah. The ref's got it right. But the Lions mauled them anyway, didn't they? They mauled them. Were they, were they, was the referee influence in your opinion? Or was that too dangerous to say? No. I think he was a good referee, to All be right. honest. I, I was told by someone who's involved in league that he actually runs the touchlines in some Warriors games. So All right. he's, he's probably the premier ref. And they, they ARL probably use their best ref for... For those games. For the Stormont Shield sort of game, you know, mm. if there's a game with something on it. But anyway, uh, local heroes, how Hornets uh, sadly went down. Um, but it's not over. There's still 10 more games. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's every chance of them making the uh, final again. Bit of a funny story last year. They had bus was ordered for the Sunday, not the Saturday. And I went down there to cover sort of the prelim, the build-up to the final, you know, the guys psyching themselves up and doing it for their teammates and... Grassroots. The, the grass, all the usual yep. stuff. Um, well aided by their strong support base um, co- known as the, I'll think of it <laughs> shortly, but anyway, they have a very, the strong, they have a very nope. strong supporter base. And now the, well, it's called the Nest, yeah. Yes. The Paparoa Park's called the Nest. Um, right. And sadly one of the club officials got the bus to come on the wrong day and the lads had to sort of pile in cars oh, right. <laughs> just as, just as, as they were all psyching up yeah. um you know this is the biggest game in our lives sort of situation Sorry, boys, can you just chill out please yeah there's there's no bus yep. coming we've got a you got to squeeze into that one but to a lesser side that would have just sent them off in the wrong direction they would have turned up and got thrashed 100 nil and what happened they won Oh, at the death, the and they came. They made about three comebacks during the game. It was never say die. Right. It was like they were just so pissed off from having to take you know or get a lift with friends and family. Yes, and supporters, oh, not them. Uh, yeah, <laughs> then you know they they took it out on Mount Albert in the field. Yes. Oh so, well, that's great to see. Oh yeah, great fun, wasn't it? Uh, Todd Payton, the Warriors coach, is 
He looks like he's got a little bit about him. I quite like the cut of his jib. A couple of times I've seen him. I remember him as a player. He was at, uh, was he at West Tigers? Yeah. I remember him as a player and he was sort of quite a hard-nosed sort of guy and he looks like he's taking that over to his coaching. He started his um, regime in inverted commas um, pretty well. You know, his his dealings with the media and that sort of stuff have have been positive, but he, he hasn't come up with the usual cliches or sat on the fence. You know, this is the young side we're building, blah, blah, blah. He's basically just come out and said, you know, we were no good um, and we got smashed and we won't be that that shit this week. Yeah, well, I did read something similar because his, he had a very storied career, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, 300-odd matches, I yep. believe he played. He's around for a long time. Yeah, right? which, which yep. um, you know, <laughs> whatever whatever sport you're playing, longevity, particularly a contact sport, and particularly NRL, I mean, 300 games, the dude's a That's hard a man. That's a shitload. The dude's really? a hard man. He knows how to look yep. after and He knows how to look after himself. He knows how to keep himself in the team. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, so did Ruben Wiki, I suppose, and he was involved. Is he still involved with coaching the Warriors? I'm not sure. Wasn't he fit? I haven't different? seen them at home, obviously, so I'm not oh. sure if he's training them or not. I'm not, mm. I'm not really sure. But uh, yeah, I, I, um, I do. I mean, but again, I'll, I'll go back. To, I'll go back to my first Warriors comment. Is like, oh man, I hope so. <laughs> Hope so. Yeah, I hope so. It'd be great to yeah. see them playing good again. Um, yeah. I just get sick of losing. I just get sick of the negative press, and particularly because the Aussies they like they love it. They love putting the boot into oh, the they Warriors do. On, their, on their shitty little chat shows that they all have on and on Sky at night time. Yeah. you know, and there's about four hundred different podcasts and and panel shows, and they'll come and go. The problem with the Warriors is they've got no heart. And this <laughs> sort of crap. It's yeah. not them going to heart. They haven't got any stars. They've got Roger Tuivasa-Shek. Yes. They have, they've, got Bla- they've got Blake, well, obviously, but he doesn't see enough ball and he spends most of his time defending as yes. part of the issue. It's a hard game. To, um, hard but to once he gets those sidesteps going, man, he looks mean. Mm. He looks totally mean. He does. I wonder if the Blues will snap him up. He has played rugby in the past when he was a schoolboy. Well, he was a schoolboy then switched, I mm. believe. Yeah. Uh, for a school up here? I think so mm. too. We don't really need him now. We've got Matt Duffy. You so. reckon? <laughs> <laughs> we got Duffy, and he can do no wrong. Yeah, no, he, he can do no wrong because he doesn't do much, though. He doesn't, no. he, really well, he, doesn't see enough, he doesn't get a little game time. No. So and he's, he's been always, in All Black. He's always 15 minutes. So I know. What can you do? He's very good under the high ball, though, Duffy, and that's why they, they yeah. use him. He's excellent on the high ball. Like, you'll watch the other teams never kicked him because they never catch it. Right. And that's obviously his league back down. But the spine's always going to be a problem with the Warriors until you get a, you know, until you until you basically keep your fingers in the till and, and dock the books, do some creative accounting. You're not going to have anyone good and, at and, and, get, <laughs> and get these guys over and stand off and, and hooker. You know, you're not going to have any. I mean, they, they, well, Cody Nicarima's going well and, you know, in, yes. the, in the stand off. But, um, it doesn't. The team doesn't have that star quality to it, which, with a salary cap, shouldn't happen. But the other teams seem to do pretty well at it, don't they? Yeah. Well, I mean, particularly the Roosters. The, the, the idea was you're trying to trying to you know create a home grow and spine is is a lot of work and you get plucked uh, as soon as someone gets uh, good enough because that's obviously the cheapest way to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But of course, the, the, I think we're past that. These point, people know that. <laughs> they go, "No, I'm not doing that, man. I'm going to play over and." Oz for X Y Z, yeah, um, yeah. It always it always comes down to that, I suppose. And, and I mentioned the same thing with 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 rugby. It's just that little spine. But if you can't get that right, it's very difficult. Yeah. Do you think the Warriors is a recruitment issue more than anything else? Then, um, well, in a default capacity, in the sense that it's very hard to attract people to New Zealand, particularly Australian players. A, they get paid more 
they'll probably get play, paid more by their clubs. If they come to the Warriors, they tend to be journeymen or they're a marquee signing and they stay sort of one or two years and then get, get homesick and Look, cry. Like Maloney you're thinking of there? or He stayed for a bit longer, didn't he? He did. It, we should have tried harder to keep him, to be very yeah, honest, I think. Um, he went on and smashed it. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we go on a stag party and we saw him? Uh, potentially. Yeah, I think it was like Wongies or something. And he, we saw him and he was like, right into, all right, guys, where are you down? He's like, he's right. He wanted to party, but his girlfriend was pregnant and, and wouldn't let him. Oh, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> he, was, he was still keen. <laughs> he, he was still keen. But I think, honestly, we, once we get to that point, it's very hard to attract uh, top level Australian players to New Zealand. The geographical distance comes to it. A lot of them are really real mummies boys as well. They're right. Not, they don't like being away from home. Nah. And if they're from Queensland and they, they think like 16 degrees is of snow. Course. Does it snow in Auckland, mate? Yeah. That's what they say. Yes, and it has, uh, but not a lot. But it's still very, a, very rarely. Very rarely. Mm. And even then it's sort of in the, the climbs of, of the Waitakere Ranges or something No, no, like no it was down Queen Street one time. Was it? Yeah. Little, when did it won't rain in Queen Street? Uh, rain, snow in Queen Street. Uh, it, uh, it did. It sleeted, uh, sleeted, I think, even 95. 95? Yeah, when we're back in the day, I think it was, uh, I think even there, but we can. I can find that out and verify it for you. Well, listeners. you should. Well, one of your listeners, I'm sure, will be on the, on the lower side. Well, they're Googling it right now. Do we have a phone here? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we do have a phone. It just doesn't work very well. <laughs> we're going to take a little break because we can't talk for an hour without, you know, some sort of encouragement from elsewhere so uh, we'll be back in a few minutes for the time being i leave you with a banger from moby on 88.1 107.1 east fm body rock from play in 99 remember that album play i do indeed you do um, Gonna need this pair of wheels. John Pass in almost fire. Classic banger back to 85 from the movie of the same name, Sound Almost Far. East FM 88.1, 107.1. You're back on the happy hour. We talk sports. I'm here with Giller. What's happening, Giller? You've been outside? Yeah, some fresh air. Had a look at the village. Sure, it's a lovely little, charming, isn't it? It's a charming. At first, I thought this is a bit naff when I drove in. I've been here before, naturally, and I've yeah, but I thought, wow, look at this place. But no, it's very lovely. It's a nice little village. Uh, nice to see some restaurants open. Nice to see people not necessarily filling them, but uh, out and going about. Yep, really nice. Really nice. Everything's just nice. Be kind. I'm 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 feeling that. Except for if, unless David Parker wants to shoot me down and <laughs> say that it's not very nice. Yeah, it's. it's he might throw you under the bus. It's a bit naff. The uh, NS 72X bus that you can catch express to Brittemart yes. from Picton's Main Street, also known as, I mean, Picton Street, also Pick- known as Howick's Main Street or High Street, if you're in the United Kingdom mm. and listening. And interesting uh, yarn about that song. 
Man in Motion by John Parr, English artist. Mm-hmm. If you listen to the lyrics closely, which I did after reading this on Wikipedia a little while back, uh, that song is actually made for a Canadian tetraplegic who got in a wheelchair and decided to do a cross-country wheel, <laughs> wheel for lack of a better term, across uh, the United States, from what I understand, sort of a coast-to-coast, um, I'm riding in my wheelchair for to raise awareness. Before the days of GoFundMe, right. you had to raise awareness by literally doing that. And how, how, how did one achieve this? Um, well, I assume he's just sort of um, made his way across America in a wheelchair. And that's what the song is about. The song originally was about that. That's why it's called Man in Motion, hence right. the wheels. And if you listen to the lyrics, it's um, all I need is this pair of wheels and they broke me as a child, but you won't break the man or something like that. Incredible. The director of La, um, of Sonoma's Fire got hold of this track and said, this would be a banger for my Rob Lowe film back in 84, Brat Pack sort of a thing. Yes. And John Parr said, oh, okay, all good, you can use it. And he said, I'm not sure the director is, I'd have to look it up, but basically it's the same song and the lyrics resonate with the tetraplegic fellow mm-hmm. and his, his quest for um, success, I suppose. Awareness. Making his way across the United States. And all John Parr did was add in the words, St. Elmo's Fire. And that was it? That was it. And did he get paid well for it? We don't know. Well, we're still listening to the song today. So oh, the guy in the wheelchair. Yeah. Anymore. I'm not really sure. He, he might be dead. I'm not entirely sure. All right. Shame. But, but I, I made that up, so he might not be. I don't know. <laughs> he either. also might not be as well. Please don't call in. Please don't call in. <laughs> I actually don't know the studio phone number, no. so we're stuffed anyway. Um, did you see this 14-a-side hybrid game that they're talking, All Blacks v Kangaroos? Smell My Finger is, is fully involved. He wants it to happen. Really? Yep. That surprises me. Does surprise you? Well, it's the NRL. They sort of will do anything for money. Won't yeah, they? Yeah. yeah, sort of uh, juggle cats, uh, yeah. let wildlife into the park. <laughs> the um, That's not a bad idea. No, no, yeah. no. Let's see which one the Lynx gets first. <laughs> and uh, so... Um, would you would you like to see, in all honesty, would you like to see a real-life running man? Running oh, as a sport. Oh yeah, okay. I was thinking. Yeah, I was about to make a comment on the on the cross code. Oh, go I'll, ahead. No, I'll, sorry. I'll go back to Running Man. No, yeah. mm, depends to what degree. Yeah, not quite gladder stage like back in the day with and in the movie where they do actually kill them. Yeah, so not really. Not. I don't. I don't think I'd find any enjoyment in that. But maybe no. if they give them a good touching up. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that would be maybe maybe that'll be all right. Well, man's the ultimate game, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. You know, and if there's, there's been a rise recently, thanks to like shows like Joe Rogan and stuff in bow hunting, from what I understand, and a lot more people are buying bows now and getting out there and 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 hunting, uh, getting rid of the rifle and saying that's not sporting. I'm going to use a bow now. Yeah, and but those bows are. Like something like Robin Hood, I don't think ever had one of those. Uh, the bows they didn't are, have graphite then. I don't the, think the bows are incredible. They yeah. are obviously just massive weapons to, to to bring down stags and all sorts. It's Absolutely. remarkable. Absolutely. But speaking of massive weapons, if the ABs and the kangaroos do clash in a hybrid game, hybrid game, I'm suspecting there won't be much ruck play. Uh, maybe they've been getting us ready for it with these referees just penalising everything in the ruck and these new rules. Maybe it's to bring it in line with a hybrid game, which is the future of both codes. Oh, would they have that coordination? Um, but perhaps. Not unless they practised it. No. First. 
But yeah, to open it up and have the cross code, um, what the hybrid of rules? I, I, I don't know what the rules are. Well, it's how, like how that it silly look. game the Irish play against um, hey. in, in the AFL. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't slating the Irish. Of course you weren't. Um, but you know they play that hybrid game with, in of ARL. No, AFL, sorry, Gaelic um, football. You mean? Uh, no, they play a hybrid game, a hybrid oh, of actually, Australian no, you, rules and oh, Gaelic football. Oh, basically. you are quite right. That's right. They yeah. do do that. Yes, yeah. yes, you are right. So there is precedent for it, but, but they just they just switch a, a switch a ball. Though I think the rules are very similar. They are very similar. Yeah, I think um, yeah they are similar. They're yeah. pretty much the same. And there's no goals. I don't think. Yeah, there is. There's uh, but well, no no like football looking goals. No, oh, there soccer. Is, yeah, there there should be. Um, there should be a small one and a big one, like a soccer and a and an up upright. Mm. But I don't know. I haven't seen the hybrid game, so that's that's. Yeah, I could be wrong. I'm just wondering how far we're going to take this hybrid game. Are we just going to get rid of Mark? I reckon there'll be no lineouts and there'll be no rucks. And there probably will be scrums. But all, all I'm hearing is injuries. All I'm hearing is rugby league. Yeah. And our players aren't. Rugby union's not. It's built for a different way of playing. And we don't really need to need to play it either. No, there's no point to play in that game. Why don't we just put the sevens team up against them all? I don't know. The nippy dudes. Yeah. What about the New Zealand divisional 15? There'd be a number of dudes who'd be keen to stand up, I'm sure. There would be. Yeah. I mean, I'd, if I'd, they said you're playing Caelan Ponger or something and you're, you know, you're you're playing for the Swamp Foxes in Thames Valley or something, you'd be up for that. Go, oh, man, I'll do this. The conditioning air gets smoked again. I, I see injuries, mm. basically, is what I see in, the, in that match. Um, I see, yeah, I don't know how the rules would, would exactly work. Um but just a different style of place, a different way of falling, different way. Yeah, it's, it, mm. I'd, I'd suggest it could be carnage. Carnage. And I don't know if I'd want to do that to the All Blacks. No. Maybe a team I don't like. Especially at the end of the year when we oh, we won't play England anymore because we know, no no one can fly there. No. Okay. No. Because they're the only team we really care about beating, isn't it? I enjoy beating England. Yeah. Yeah, immensely. Um, Aussie and Africa. But does either. that come from your Irishness or from the fact that you just like beating them because they're twats? Oh, it, 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 there'd be a, it, probably the latter more than the former. More than, yep. 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 Um, I just, it's good to beat them. Yep. Um, I think when they had that, that 25 all draw in 98 when Marshall was captain last game or something, either tour, and they're That's playing, right. they're playing a, yeah. Man U or something. Yep. And, uh, I think it was a, anyway, they, it was at Old Trafford. Wasn't Old Trafford, it? Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and they did a, a victory lap clapping and stuff. Oh, because they got a draw. 25 balls. Right? Yeah. Like, nah, nah, <laughs> nah, nah. No, I can't do this. <laughs> and they also have uh, the highly inappropriate uh, song Swing Low, Sweet Chariot, which in, in this day and age and in, in the current climate is a big no-no. But I see my mate Boris uh, Johnston, uh, Prime Minister Boris Johnson, is actually backing. He quite likes the song and wants it to stay. Yeah, he, he wanted to know what the rest of it was. was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because no one knows. <laughs> yeah. Oh, someone accused of his grandfather or something of being involved in it somehow. Right. He'll get he'll get his statue torn down. Because I had no idea. I had no idea that that where Swing Low, uh, Sweet Chariot actually came from. Oh, you didn't. No. Okay. No, I don't know how they. And it was actually a, re, a reasonably recent moniker. I think I knew about it because it was in a Mel Brooks film or something like like Blazing Saddles. Or oh, no, no, one no. of those sort of things. No, I mean how the the English start to sing it though. Oh, I see. Yeah, I thought and, <laughs> the, the history of the no, song. no, I know the history yeah. of the song. Yeah, yeah, of course, it's a it's a it's a, a slave song. Yeah, uh, but no, which is why the uproar is about it. But no, no, the uh, so about twenty five years ago with uh, Martin O'Fire. Yeah, Chariots of Fire. Chariots of Fire. Okay. Um, swing low, sweet chariot. I get it now. That's where it came from, and I didn't. I never knew why they sang it. So it must have been a rugby league, possibly. Well, he played league for Wigan, didn't he? He did play league for Wigan. Stinking Wigan. Mm. I'm a Saints man. 
Um, my family's from uh, St Helens, Lancashire, or right. half, of the, half of them anyway, right. so, yeah, we hate Wigan. You should, you should, yeah. it's a long we, time we ago. Wigan are the Crusaders <laughs> of, of uh, Yeah, I can go with the Crusaders for sure. No, the North of England Rugby League competition. Um, yeah, so anyway, Boris is back in there, which I was a little bit disappointed because I had a good time. Uh, I met Boris once, actually. You've probably seen that photo of me having a good time with, with Boris. Yes. Um, it's not one he'll probably... Um, no. Hang on the wall at, at Ten Downing Street or anything, but it's copped um, him. Just cut him. The camera got him wrong, unfortunately. It did, and it sort of looks like he's sort of. We, we've both been uh, enjoying ourselves. Yeah. That's probably the best way. That sounded a bit. I don't know what. No, no. Yeah, yeah. I, I might just move on. <laughs> for revise that. Or move on. Uh, do we care about cricket yet? Uh, cricket yet? Not really. Well, what's eh? the state of it? Is it what's the state it, of it? I know is. Pakistan's got players down. Uh, state of it is, I was more interested in Pakistan coming here. Actually, looking like from November onwards, Wendy's. I think it's Wendy's first, then Pakistan, then the Bangladeshis, and then uh, old friends Australia come over later in the summer for a oh, T Twenty or ODI series, and we cross the Tasman. If that's permissible, yes, uh, on the twenty sixth of Jan to the second of Feb. But the T Twenty World Cup that was supposed to be in Australia in October, November, uh, is looking very sketchy. I haven't heard anything about it. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is a a decision been made as no, to what has happened? No, no, I think it's still a wait and see thing. Um, right. what the main issue they've got is they've got the women's competition uh, in New Zealand. Actually, I think it's February or late January onwards. Um, and if they have to move the men's one to the same date, obviously mm. the women's one can't go on. So that's going to create some sort of um, gender shitstorm, yeah. I, I presume, if, if the men's can go and the, and the women's can't. Yes. Uh, where the women's will be played and when, I don't know. They, they're not going to be able to logistically fitted in, I don't think. Right. Um, so who knows? There's a few ructions coming. But either way, New Zealand's got a bumper summer provided uh, COVID plays its part and we can all we can all get to Eden Park and have oh, a Do you, do you expect all those games to go ahead? Uh, no. No. Uh, <laughs> but don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> yeah, I'd be surprised if we saw 50% of those games. Interestingly, uh, David White, CEO of New Zealand Cricket, who doesn't mind earning a dollar uh, off, off India, he uh, has kept a window open. It was nice, wasn't it? He's kept a window open for the IPL. So if any of these teams do make it to New Zealand, it'll be after the IPL. So I'll play, oh, right. I'll make sure our players can and line their part and play right, right. in the IPL beforehand. Yes. How does that sound? Ah, hmm, that sounds pragmatic, I suppose. Pragmatic? Yeah. Yeah. Let them, let them earn some coin, but the same Whether time. it's actually even played in India this year, because in the past, uh, now a few years ago, they played in South Africa because there was some reason they didn't play in India. Can't, maybe it was because India had a, they were having a bit of a stash with Pakistan. Well, they've always been having a stash with Pakistan. Yeah, they don't like each other that I think, much. I think tensions might have been heightened by someone shot a missile at someone or, or parked a yeah. parked a frigate outside the or something. Truck bomb in a hotel or something. I'm not sure which one it was. Either way, they moved the IPL to South Africa and it actually went all right. It was right. good. It was you know, it wasn't 400 degrees, so the players enjoyed it a bit more. I think and yes. Um, and there's enough uh, Indian um, diaspora around the world that to support cricket. To support cricket in anyway, the anyway. Well, it, it, last night I was watching, you know, um, replays of the C uh, T20 
T20, the Canadian um, T20 league it played last year. Did oh, you yes. watch any of that? No, no, no. Good players, though. I mean, it wasn't. Yes, it wasn't. You know, some guys that that rustled up. Um, you know, the Manitoba Timberwolves or some crap. Um, but it was New Zealand. A lot of South African journeymen and, and that sort of stuff. But some pretty good players. Guys at the end of their careers, like guys who weren't retired, like sort of Grant Elliott. And he said, was he there? I think so. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Colin Monroe and these right. guys. And um, but they all had a good time. And they get paid and they get to travel. They don't give a rat's ass. No, they're they're having a great time, I'd imagine. They're getting paid. But, you know, it was good to see some sport being played at least recently. Tennis in the firing line, though, with – did you see what Novak Djokovic did? I was very surprised when it was first announced. I thought, man, it's a bit bold or a bit silly or a bit whatever the word or term is. Yep. And sure enough, it it isn't remarkable how – not just this individual, but a number of individuals have just thrown all caution to the wind and said, "No, nah, this is this is over. It's nothing. It's not anything." And then succumb. And yep. in some cases, the worst possible way they they yep. actually they actually die. Yep. Um, I think a, a pastor in in, uh, in America said something like, "No, God will look after me." And of course, no, he didn't, didn't work. So for this <laughs> for, the, for this to happen uh, and Djokovic to come out in front of everyone and you know say everything's right. Yeah, I thought that was a bit, uh, like I said, bold or, or stupid, and it's turned out to be quite stupid. I think the best part of this whole thing is actually Nick Kyrgios. Um, yes. Um, and an example of the pot calling the kettle black called Novak Djokovic boneheaded. Yeah. I, boneheaded. I, I, <laughs> for his dis- what she is, yes. that's fine. But if it had come, you know, from anyone else, you'd just accept it and move on. But this guy is, you know. He's created a bit of a... He's got a bit of a stir around him, hasn't he? Yeah, he doesn't seem to give a rat's. No. Uh, which, uh, in, in a lot of things I'd admire, but in tennis I'm not too sure. Tennis seems to breed kind of rebels, doesn't it, in a way? Why do you think that is? Uh, it's an individual game. Yep. You're on your own. But golf doesn't breed many rebels. I mean, you've had um, John Daly and all that in the past and yeah. a couple of guys, but now they're all just really vanilla sort of robotic sort of athletes now, aren't they? There's there's very little personality. Pretty much. I mean, the, the gone are the days in tennis also, if you, you likes of the first one that springs to mind is, is, is McEnroe, but yep. there was still plenty of Love other. McEnroe. Yeah, eh? it's good, good Love stuff. Them. There's plenty of, plenty of flavour back in the day um, with tennis, but... Yeah, I'm not sure. You cannot be serious. I think, like, twats is like, it looked like there's a fly near his drink bottle and he just slashed <laughs> slashing That's away. Right. He just demoed one, eh? I <laughs> remember that. Yeah. De- demoed his table. <laughs> <laughs> remember he got thrown out of the Australian Open in like 1990, 1991, something like that? Yeah. Remember that? Just for umpire abuse or something. Right, you're out. Whatever, though. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's a commentator and loving it. Yeah, well, and he's a good one, too. He's a right. really good one. He makes tennis actually more interesting, if yes. anything. Um, Speaking of uh, veterans, Mike Tyson back in the ring. We we all saw the footage of him um, a few weeks ago of him um, throwing that bag around like it was, you know, a bag of sugar. Was it a bag or was he punching someone? Uh, I saw him punching someone. The first time was a bag. Oh, okay. And the most recent video is a guy holding the pads as a trainer or something. Yeah, I've seen two of those ones. What did you think? Pretty brutal, right? Uh, I did, but I also thought, you know, it is exhibition boxing that he's going to go into. There's no way you come up against the. You know Tyson Fury or whatever he is, no. but 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 taking away, yeah, when he looks up into those eyes and they still look like the same they were when he was twenty twenty one, just knocking, Terrifying, eh? knocking people yeah. so far away from where they were originally standing. Yeah, um, incredible <laughs> you, knockouts. You know he's turned his life around and all that sort of stuff, but he's still sort of on the. Uh, on the, you'd err on the side of caution with you, with him, wouldn't you? If you were sort of interviewing him or you were talking oh, to him one time, or you just you just. There's going to be, there might be one more snap 
Yeah. It could be one more snapper. <laughs> and you yeah. just don't want to be no. you don't anywhere want to be near it. For that. <laughs> <laughs> I see Jamie Foxx is playing him in a new biopic, but Jamie Foxx is 52. That's so, right. Yeah, the same so age. Yeah, like, hey, man, I'll play you. Exactly. Like, hey, <laughs> I'll play you when you're 20. Hey, you're going to do that? I mean, I'm, I'm assuming they're going to have to bring a young guy in for the for the younger scenes. But, but at the end, it doesn't really matter, I suppose. No, no, I, I did think the same thing. But it'll be interesting because Fox, obviously, is quite small as well. Yeah, um, he's generally pretty ripped, so you have to get even more ripped to look like to look like Tyson did. Yeah, um, a lot of box. They're probably boxy. But he needs some. He actually need a bit of protein on him too because. Boxer Tyson was ripped, but he he was menacing, man. He had his physique was just all power. Yes, a bit like um, a bit like David Tour was when he was sort of a bit younger and knocking people out before he got his hair all silly and and, he and, was, and ate a few too much, uh, you know, a few too many taro and stuff like that. But yes. towards at the start, you know, he was a just a little power packed sort of Samoan. Was yes. and Mike was the same. They do the body shapes were obviously a wee bit different. Yeah, but yeah, that's what I mean. I think Fox is going to have to. Um, I don't know how you do it. Well, actually, I do know how to put on weight. It's pretty easy. You just, yeah. eat, you just eat and drink. Uh, I've got a yeah. I've got a few ways of doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Those are one or two of them. Yeah, exactly. So but yeah, I think I think look, I'll, I'll watch it. I didn't think much of the um, the Ali one that the Will Smith was that. I didn't think much of his version of Ali. So I'd I'd, I'd like to see. No, it was too too much about the entertainment for me. Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't quite capture it. Was it whether he was the right choice? But he was the flavor of the month at the time. He Will Smith was. wasn't he? So I mean. Well, uh, I think I think I think Jamie Foxx is actually a good cast. Uh, yeah, um, for he's, that, for he's, that role. A, he's a very good actor. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, um, and I think I think if anyone can pull it off, it'll be him. Keeping with boxing, Virginia Fouche. I'm going to say Fouche. Yep, she's part of the US Olympic uh, boxing team. I think a middleweight. Uh, now she was banned for a you know some sort of substance I, I can't pronounce it so i'm not going to bother some sort of hydroxycetylene blah blah yep. blah Very big stuff yeah exactly but it wasn't her fault no okay it was the test was positive because she because <laughs> her boyfriend was um uh, taking said supplement whether it was a growth hormone or something i don't know and apparently by having sexual relations or sexual intercourse i think it's i think it's known as now um with his girlfriend, um, she she now has tested positive. Really? Really. I've never heard of that. Neither have I, but it seems to be true because she's gotten off. So. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's been, man, it's, imagine, imagine <laughs> having to explain yourself, oh, look, it's happened like this. Yeah. But then you get off. Yeah. Uh, yeah oh, well, well she mean, did get off and that's how she got it. Well, that's it. I mean, they're obviously smarter than I am in terms of <laughs> detecting <laughs> traces of what uh, whatever it was and where it came from. So it does sound a little bit fishy to me. But fishy. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I think we'll come to the end of uh, Happy Hour for another week. It's been great uh, keeping your company and your drive home on this sort of – is it still raining out there? I don't know. Not last I checked. But it certainly is dark, and it's Auckland, so, you know, you'll take a couple, three hours to get home at least, particularly you who live in the middle of nowhere. I'll uh, I'll cut a nice line, I think, a nice track somewhere through the back country. Yeah, and I've just cut something too, so we've got to get out of the uh, <laughs> studio. I'm going to leave you with a bit of Kim Khan's Betty Davis Eyes, 88.1, 107.1. We'll see you next time.